0: The chat seem
1: to be- Welcome to Blog Talk the- Radio in high fidelity. High fidelity.
0: High fidelity.
1: <laughs> All right, 2 o'clock Pacific, right on the dot. <clears throat> Welcome to the QBO show. Uh, Woody Adams here along with Stacy Kildall, and it's uh, April 6th, so thanks for listening. We have a real fun, power pack. 30, 35 minutes or so with Joe Woodard, you know, um, he is the owner and ruler of everythingwoodard.com and Scaling New Heights is going to be coming up uh, for 2017. That's June 4th through the 7th. So we'll get into all that. We'll be talking to Joe. It's been a while uh, since he's been on the show. He's been on a show probably half dozen, dozen times. So we're really happy to have him back and we're going to be just diving into Scaling New Heights. Um, I have the website up too. For those who listen now or maybe on the podcast, you can either go to woodard.com, but I just Googled Scaling New Heights. And found it, and uh, it's just a bunch of information. You, you can still sign up, et cetera. So we'll get into that later. And then, of course, um, Intuit's not affiliated with the show, and anything I happen to say, you know, doesn't necessarily reflect the views, uh, statements, or beliefs of Intuit. But Stacy, how's it going out there in Michigan? Uh, uh,
0: it's. I think it's going fairly well. Uh, I have no complaints. Um, we were just talking about a water pump. You've got to go get your your water pump. And I was telling you right before we started that. um that uh, my very first car was a 1985 uh, Crown Ford Crown Victoria LTD. It was giant. And, uh, Is that
1: automatic? The day. It's automatic. Right? Yeah,
0: yeah. It was pretty. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. Like it was this big. Yeah, yeah it was like this big boat. And um, the I it had like it had like close to 200,000 miles on it. Um, the power antenna didn't work. Uh, the locks from the inside didn't work. You could only lock it from the outside with the key. Um, the gas gauge didn't work and the speedometer didn't work. And so I, <laughs> I drove it to work and it, like it almost died. Um, I was working uh, part-time at my grandma's church or, or my aunt's church. I was helping in the office yeah. doing all of their accounting and stuff. And um, it died. And I remember I called, I beeped my dad. I paged my dad on his pager. And I was like, you have to come to the church. And you have to follow me up to the dealership. Please, please, will you co- I can't drive this car one more minute. And he said, yes, right. absolutely. Because that day, the water pump and the radiator died. So they're kind of important oh pieces gosh. of the car. Yeah. And um, just so everybody that's listening knows, I it, it, we're showing that we're live, but I'm having a hard time logging in to get the chat going. So there's that. Um, so just, I just wanted yeah. to give everybody a heads up with that. Um, I was in a moment ago, but yeah. now for whatever reason, it's not, it's not letting me, uh, log in. So we'll,
1: get it, um, yeah, like the, yeah, we'll uh, get it going. Um, yeah, like the, I realized the water, the water pump's really critical for like cooling the engine. And if it's not working then your engine, like just dies. So, uh, I'm glad yeah. I went in. I was going to wait till Saturday, but the last two days it's gotten so loud. That it's like I was leaving, somewhere last night. I'm like, Nick, is it louder? And she's like yelling at me. Yes, I can't even hear you. You got to take the car in. I'm like, all right. So oh, that's unfortunate. I, uh Yeah, good stuff. So yeah, I look forward to get it back. And then I have a commuter and, and head back into the facility. But yeah, uh, eh, small potatoes, n- not not a big deal. Any kind of updates you wanted to uh, to let the audience know before we bring Joe on? Because we can just totally focus on what he, what he has for us and Anything of the? I think you posted, like four. The next four shows are all set with either guests or topics.
0: Yeah, we have. Um, well, next week it's just going to be us. We'll just be either talking about you know updates or okay. Q- QuickBooks Q and A. Um, the yeah. um, uh, April twentieth, we have Clitch, uh, Cliff Mitchell from uh, Clock Shark, um, and then on April twenty right. seventh, we have. Uh, uh, I don't know how to say her name, so I, I'm going to butcher uh, Prita it. Prita Luogo? Um, yes, Prita Luogo. Uh, she's going to be talking yeah. about uh, the new QBOA, the new QuickBooks Online Account and Practice Management that Intuit is launching. So we have kind of – and then I have more in May right. coming up. We have um, Extensify uh, May 4th. We have um, Maddie from Expensify, or from uh, Fathom, um, the 25th of May. So we have a lot of stuff coming up. Let's let's bring Joe in um, so we can, uh, yeah, you know, totally. I don't want to take get up too much of his time. And we'll get we'll it
1: going. Now. I'm sure he's really busy. Hey, Joe, how's it going? Welcome back. Hey,
2: guys. How are you doing? It's great to be here.
1: Yeah. Welcome back. No, doing well. Uh, thanks. Yeah, thanks for your time today. I know you're probably really busy gearing up. Uh, I show... Oh, just, just under two months till uh, Scaling New Heights 2017,
2: correct? Uh, that's correct. That's correct. It's getting closer yeah. and closer every day, and we're excited over here. And you are correct, Woody. We are working hard. Oh, I
1: bet. And just, you know, everybody knows who you are. In case we picked up any new listeners, because we stopped for a while, came back on with Stacy and I, if you could just kind of fully introduce yourself to the audience, and then we'll uh, go through some questions and see how things have been going with you
2: okay great um i am joe woodard i am the ceo and leader of woodard the company and at woodard we exist for one reason to empower small business advisors to transform small business and everything else that we do can be encapsulated in that we educate we coach we provide resources and we build communities all around that goal that's us in a nutshell
0: nice I, nice. Just so you know, I, noticed, I just always call it woodard conglomerate or one woodard, because <laughs> one woodard. I like that one. <laughs> I, yeah, that's I like I, that one. That's what I generally call it. So you can call it whatever you want, Joe. But in my my little brain, that's what it is.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I like and, it, and, and I, I like appreciate the you saying that
2: too, Stacy. Yeah, yeah I ahead. appreciate you saying that too, Stacey, because um, Woody, Stacey, you guys have been with us on this journey for so long. You've seen all the iterations, and we used to be a little bit like a NASCAR. Right? We had all these brands: yeah. National Advisor Network <laughs> and Scaling New Heights <laughs> and Woodard Consulting, and uh, you know, uh, and so finally, you know, it just got to be crazy. And we maintained the Scaling yeah. New Heights conference name. Obviously, that one uh, that one has a lot of power out there. But everything totally. else started rolling it up under this single brand. It just makes more sense. Oh, I like. I it. agree. And, and I still am going to
0: call it one word and Woodard Consulting. <laughs> yeah.
2: One, I will answer to that. And, that sounds good.
1: I like the, uh, the website You just go to Woodard.com. Everything is there education, coaching resources, the community, of course, you, you know, the NAN groups that are, I guess now they're Woodard groups or, uh, whatever you call yep, So you know, Pretty cool and great brand. So good brand change. Uh, anything new with that or updated you want to update before we go into questions or anything new with you in general, or are you still in the Atlanta area things like that?
2: Yeah, we're still in the Atlanta area. We, our organization has grown. I do like Ron Baker's quote that growth for growth's sake is the philosophy of the cancer cell. So we're not proud of the fact that we've grown. Uh, we're <laughs> proud of the fact that we had to grow to accommodate all of the need and all of our mission and all of our purpose. Um, so it's been the right kind of growth, and we're reaching more and more advisors. You know, that's, yeah, there's not a big update in terms of the nature. Of our organization or what okay. we're doing, we're just ramping up on all all fronts. Nice. Oh, that's fantastic. So how, how big is the organization is, now? Like, how many employees? Uh, we have just over twenty. And I believe oh, that, the first that, time I was on yeah, the show with you, we had we had four. Like when I first appeared yeah, on your six, show, maybe. so that's yeah. pretty good.
1: Yeah, that's yeah maybe, awesome. maybe yeah. top yeah. side
2: six. <laughs>
0: So maybe we'll we'll have time for this at the end, but I want to, I'm going to follow up to the 20 maybe later if we have time. I don't want to keep you guys, and I know Woody's only got until like 35 after. No, 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 I want to get into Scaling New Heights. I want to get into why we have Joe here. So Joe, first and foremost, so everybody knows when and where is Scaling New Heights this year? Tell us all about it.
2: it. Yeah, fantastic. I'd love to. It is in Orlando, Florida at a Disney resort. Uh, called Coronado Springs. It is June 4 through 7, 2017. Um, It is a full four-day event this year. We used to call the first, the Sunday lead-in as a pre-conference, but it's now an 8 to 5 event. Um, So we have a full four-day conference and we encourage everybody to fly in then on Saturday. And most folks, as a matter of fact, over 60% stay over on Wednesday. Um, but we don't have the typical conference taper off. We end on strong breakouts and, you know, everything running on all yeah. the cylinders all the way up to 5.30, 6 o'clock on Wednesday. And then our attendees tell us that that's where the best networking happens. So full four days, Sunday through Wednesday, June 4 through 7. Nice.
0: So since yeah, it's
2: I not a free crime On, on Wednesday.
1: Sorry. Go ahead.
0: Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead.
1: Yeah, the Wednesday, usually, you know, I remember the open exhibit is even from 310 to 410. So, yeah, you guys are like going through the whole day because typically it would be over like at noon. So that's awesome. You have a whole other, two other sessions
2: on that last day. Yeah, and we're opening the exhibit floor on Sunday this year as well, where we typically have done that um, on Monday morning. So, yeah, uh, just okay. uh, we, we've gotten more and more requests for folks to say, give us more, give us more, give us more. So we're pushing everything out of those four days we can
0: interesting wow. so because you have I have a two-part question to follow up with the Sunday thing is one of my question was uh, gonna be what sort of pre-conference training would be available um, so if it's considered part of the conference is there I know that uh, historically you guys have called it pre-conference training and there was sometimes additional cost to that so is it now just included in the conference cost the Sunday training
2: yes yes it is it's all one one package, and uh, in the past, we've offered some optional boot camps leading into the event starting on Friday and Saturday. But um, overwhelmingly, our attendees have said that's just too much in one week. So they wanted all four full days, but they feel like four is a full meal. And so we, uh, okay. we, tried, that, we tried that, it didn't work. Um, we would just get out of the over 1,000 QuickBooks Pro Advisors that will be under that roof coming up in June, um only about 10 or 15 said that they would attend events starting on friday and saturday so that that's that's my community telling me my community of attendees yeah. telling me um, we don't want that product interesting right,
0: so right. um i just had a random question what's the hashtag for it is it snh 17 or snh 2017.
2: <laughs> yeah, i get asked that a lot because it could cut either way but it's snh 17
0: that's what i thought nice. okay cause i'm just really gonna easy. i want to nice. tweet in while we're on this
2: we learned absolutely nothing from the y2k problem um we're going to go two digits <laughs> 100 years
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: well you could technically uh be doing this right in, in 2117 joe too so i mean I, I think that's a smart way smart way to go right?
2: absolutely you gotta <laughs> yeah exactly we'll be that's exactly right we'll add the two one we cross into the next century that's good <laughs>
1: Can you imagine,
2: though, could you just stop for a minute and imagine what QBO version 2117 is going to look like? I mean, it's going to be I'm amazing. hoping
0: that it would be just in my brain. I'm hoping that it would just <coughs> yeah, be, wouldn't like,
2: it be, like, <laughs> ESP, yeah, right?
1: By that it's point. an implant, right,
2: right? like,
0: it's just an implant that I, have to, that I have to have done. Like, just, you know, like the birth control, they stick under your skin, right, in your arm. Like, I would hope that it <laughs> right. would be just something like that. I could just be like, hey, just give me the QBO shot and then they would just go and then it would be in my body oh
1: my god
2: it reads your thoughts it knows exactly how to book exactly that be
1: great that's awesome um hey what so, so what's the theme i'm trying to, to oh go ahead Sage. did you have another question
0: well no, i was going to say so what is the cost then this year and um we'll get oh, that yeah, out of the way awesome. what are the costs and then what um are there any registration discounts still going on or because it's so close is it full price still that's my next yeah,
2: we're, we're full price at this point. All of our early registration uh, windows have passed, uh, so we're. but even full price, we believe is a great price for the fact that uh, it's four days of training. Um, we get all your ACE courses and CPE courses. If you're CPA and or advanced QuickBooks certified, you can cover all those needs. And we feed you breakfast and lunch. And in most cases, there's at least some sort of a light dinner option with this or that social. Um, so, oh, yeah. you, so, and, and, and the room rate is only 169 a night, excuse me, 149 a night,
1: 149 no parking yeah. for the
2: locals. Yeah. 149 a night, no parking for the locals, mm-hmm. free transportation from the airport. So you, you start taking all those things combined in our $750 as compared to conferences where you have to buy your food, pay for the taxi, pay 250 bucks a night for your hotel room. You know, we feel really good about our $750 price. Yeah. Okay. No, it's and a
0: good I, like, I don't I, think
1: there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, totally. I like the fact too that like you said, it's isolated, like everyone's gonna be in their own like you're not gonna be walking through casinos to get to a certain conference or whatever. It's totally uh blocked off just for the attendees of the show. You have your own resort. Yeah, we we
2: own that it's space. Really cool. We own that space, yeah. And I'm not awesome. going to tell you that you won't see some kids running around with Mickey Mouse hats on. No, but if they do, yeah. they will be the children of the attendees, right? <laughs> so, yeah, a lot and of that's fine. Their families. Sure. I'd
0: rather see yeah. that than have to walk through a janky, stinky casino. They're oh, gross. Yeah. Totally.
2: Yeah, yeah I'm,
1: I'm kind of. I done would with much rather.
0: Yeah. I'd have a yeah. million kids. I would much rather see a jillion kids running around in Mickey Mouse hats than have to go through a janky ass casino growth Anyway, that's just me.
1: <laughs> but Joe, I think everybody's uh, who knows Joe is aware of his uh, you know history with Disney and, and and that story and stuff. So it
2: makes sense to go back to Orlando.
0: It's a love affair. It's a uh, love affair that's going to last yeah,
2: through the right? ages. It's a bromance. Mickey and I have a bromance. <laughs> totally.
1: <You know? laughs> oh, so the theme, the Yeti. I really like that word. I always have. Uh,
2: but what it? So
1: can you explain? Break that down? Yeti.
2: Um, Yeah. So Yeti. Exactly. I I get this a lot about, uh, you know, we're going to Florida in the summer, you know, flat, humid, hot. And, you know, we're we're talking about Yetis and Everest and abominable snowmen and all this sort of thing. Um, But it was the, the theme was was inspired. The original the original concept or kernel of the theme was inspired by the Everest attraction at Um, Animal Kingdom, one of Disney's four primary theme parks on Walt Disney World property. And I just got the the news yesterday that uh, T-Sheets is hosting, has agreed to host a social for our network members, and they have rented that ride. Um, So so all (laughs) of our our network members can have breakfast in Nepal and can ride the Everest ride which includes a face the Yeti moment where the Yeti is, uh, you know, he comes out at a surprise moment there on that ride. So many thanks to T-Sheets for that. But um, that was the original kernel of the idea, but but as as far as applying the theme, but what was driving it is the pain that I would see and the struggle that I would see on the part of small business advisors, accountants, bookkeepers, um, kind of the technician pro-advisor, they all had this common thread of struggles i know you guys know them very well stacy you're a practitioner so you live it um sometimes sometimes standing between you and your next elevation in the mountain is a beast a challenge that seems insurmountable and you don't know how you're going to move past it and and sometimes and this is what really breaks martin this is not characteristic of stacy she would just kind of plow through uh, from what I know of you, Stacey, but so many times people will let that obstacle intimidate you, intimidate them off the mountain. They'll just start going and, back but, down and say, this isn't my climbing zone.
0: I will agree with your assessment. And I don't necessarily plow through it because I don't call it a Yeti. I refer to it as the Mount St. Laundry problem. In my old house, <laughs> I had a laundry chute. The house was built in 1941. Okay, laundry. And then it was, yeah, Mount St. Laundry. And so we had a laundry chute. You can't have them in new homes anymore because they're against fire code. But it's basically duct work that just went from our bathroom straight down. You just drop your clothes down yeah. and they land on the floor in the basement right in front of the washer and dryer, right? So yeah. we had the laundry chute. So we would just dump our clothes and shove our clothes. And when the kids were little, they would throw everything down there. But I would walk down into the basement because it's also where we would feed our cats and I would see this hip high pile mountain of laundry and I would walk past it back and forth thinking, oh shit, I've got so much laundry to do. Oh my God, I I can't even deal with that right now. And I started calling it Mount St. Laundry. And so what seems as though it's kind of this insurmountable and this giant, huge problem, once you start breaking Mount St. Laundry down into parts, like. Putting the reds aside and the whites and the darks and um, you know maybe a pile of just towels or sheets. Once you start breaking that Mount Saint Laundry down, it's a lot easier to deal with when you break it up into little pieces and parts. So that's what you make you call it the Eddie. It's for me and what I teach uh, in Stacey K Academy. It's, It's the Mount Saint Laundry. (laughs) <laughs> so I get it. I love that. I love that. And I that don't analogy. just plow through yeah. it. Yeah, I don't plow through it. I pick it.
2: Um, you I pick it apart it.
0: into tiny- yes. Yes. yes,
2: I like that. I like that a lot. And um, and, and that's a little bit of the of the strategy that we're talking about. Um, and I don't want to give away too much of sort of the the story of the of how it's going to play out. But I will say I agree with you, Stacy, that what seems insurmountable, what seems impossible is actually almost always doable if you will just handle it methodically and with the right set of tools and with the right abilities. I mean, in the case of the laundry, you had the skill set, right? You knew how to tackle it. And in the case of a lot of small business advisors, dissecting the problem isn't enough. They literally don't know how to wash those clothes. They don't know how to deal with that particular type of Yeti. So we've, we've broken these Yetis down into five different breeds of Yeti or category or species of Yeti, if you will. And um, and then we have a lot of training that falls underneath those categories. So the first category is becoming and remaining distinctive. And what we've seen in the marketplace with, with the uh, commoditization of bookkeeping and tax and traditional accounting services and how the supply demand is definitely not in balance right now with a lot of people in the space, I mean, hundreds and hundreds of thousands, some estimate um, seven figures of bookkeepers, CPAs, EAs, and other kinds of accountant advisors in the space, 200,000 pro advisors plus alone. You know, how do I create distinction in a world that is that crowded, okay? We have a whole series of sessions on that. And then um, building and leading a team, we, we found that many small business advisors are sole practitioners, not by choice, but by fear or by uh, the lack of a tool set to go from where they are to where they want to be. Um, sometimes they're there because of misunderstandings or disinformation, meaning that they think their life becomes more complex if they hire instead of simpler and freer and it can become more complex if you don't build the right kind of team. So we talk about that to tell people well, maybe that's a Yeti you need to stare down, not run away from. Uh, finding and retaining the right clients. Now, right is the key word. Almost every pro advisor I've ever talked to says, I have more work than I can handle. So my response back to them is, is it the kind of work you want? And in almost every case, they say, What do you mean or no? Right. Because they're they're not what they're doing is they're putting out into the space. I'm a QuickBooks Pro Advisor. I can help you with QuickBooks. They're drawing back in that some five million plus collective users between QBD and QBO all over the spectrum. If you look at their Pro Advisor profiles, they've checked every industry box imaginable, thinking the (laughs) wider net, the better the net. And they're drawing this wide swatch of of. across the small business sector making them these sort of quasi experts in almost every kind of industry you can imagine janes and jacks of all trades but they cannot standardize they cannot automate effectively with that wide of a spectrum they need to you know pick a specialization drill down deep on it standardize around it and maximize efficiency and I'm not going to say you can't, I mean, people like Steve King at GrowthForce and accountingdepartment.com have automated and standardized around a wider reach of small business clients. But when we're talking about a sole practitioner or somebody with one or two people in their practice, you know, voices like uh, Mike McCallowitz I echo and say to, to maximize profits, to create and maintain distinction and to automate and to standardize, that would be sort of a Darren Root concept, you must narrow the kind of clients you service. The next Mm. type of Yeti is moving beyond bookkeeping into the role of advisor. Now this echoes firm of the future, right? But, and, and it's not just bookkeeping, it's all forms of compliance. We want the tax practitioner to move beyond tax and the auditor to move beyond auditor bookkeeper to move beyond bookkeeping, seeing all of these as a means to a greater end. This is where I'm going to channel a little Ron Baker. And he says, if you haven't increased, if you have not increased the wealth of your client, then you have not provided value to that client. But he says wealth isn't necessarily or even primarily financial. I would say necessarily financial. Obviously, the client needs to grow financially, and that could be bottom line, top of line, but it could be cultural. It could be helping them with their infrastructure. There's a guy named Joe Aliotta, great consultant, worked with him for, for many years. He literally saved his client's marriage. Right? I would call that adding wealth, yeah, increasing wealth. That's wealth. Right? It's just yeah. sort of a domestic area of wealth, and I've got one more to cover, and then we can circle back on some of these. Staying current with technology. Uh, we did some polling of our network members. Our network is over 60% advanced QuickBooks certified. Okay, and, and when we did the po- last poll, it was almost 100% coverage on QBD and QBO. Those results were staggering. When asked why you don't embrace more technologies that integrate with QuickBooks, the overwhelming response was, "I don't know," and that's from people yeah. that are veterans of scaling new heights, who who comb through apps dot com, right? But they yeah. don't know how to take that next step and filter through all of the different apps, find the ones that are right for their clients, and know which app does what. All right, so we have an yeah. entire set. So that's of the Yeti. Yeti I, I totally get that.
1: that. Uh, that's a great. Um, analogy joe and and kind of platform for this show i I think that's where that's what i'm noticing in qbo cert events and things like that is it i mean these are really really intelligent people and they're they're holding so much and and, uh, encompassing so much of their business and and lives at home and family but like yeah those obstacles stepping out how do i start still hear that these are folks that i've known for a while um so I, i think this is a it sounds like great timing uh the content or the theme for the actual conference. I'm seeing that too, is what I'm trying to say, you know, so, yep.
0: Well, I have a question about, um, there's some stuff going on, uh, that has not happened before. There's some special sessions that you have that are
1: thinking
0: new, New uh, specific tracks that I'm, I'm kind of mentioning Mm -hmm. that you guys have never done before. You guys want to talk about that a little bit?
2: Yeah, well there are two that we're very excited about. One is a tax representation track. Now obviously you're not in one conference going to leave our conference and become a you know a, rep, a tax representation expert, you know, negotiating with the IRS on behalf of your clients, but it's 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 deep enough and practical enough that you'll know what that business model looks like if you're a good fit for it. Um you'll be able to create some modeling around it and and find out if it's viable for you in your practice you'll know how to resource against it and you'll know exactly what qualifications you must have to engage in it so it's 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 an exploration of a business model you could launch when you return and i would put that in the role of advisor because that's more than just compliance i'm increasing the client's wealth through decrease of stress increase of actual money that i haven't paid to the to the the government that maybe i didn't actually owe them so um and it's a huge booming market out there that dawn brolin the one of the co-instructors for that track uh she she's done exceptional in that model then um the other one is a um, an all spanish track and by that we mean spanish language track and, oh, um, sweet. Well, that's awesome, yeah, yeah
0: that's what that's what I was kind of uh that's what i'm really I think that's really awesome i'm I'm really excited that that's happening. I know a what lot Hector? of people who
1: are, are gonna do a lot of that just over the
0: moon um I don't think Hector's doing yeah. them um, yeah. uh I know who it is what's her name? She's from California, right
2: um, so, well, what I, are I, you, there are there are a wide range of instructors that are teaching uh teaching that track, so it's not just one person who's heading it up. They're all oh, of I just kept seeing her
0: name on all the sessions that I was looking at. Maybe it was just the sessions I was looking at.
2: Yeah. So, um, but yeah, with a wide range of instructors, you can see on the website, if you go to the schedule, there's an entire uh, sort of a pinkish color that says, you know, in Espanol. And in most right. cases, there are classes that are offered elsewhere in the show in English. Um, We've just got a team of people who have uh, translated those sessions into Spanish who speak Spanish natively and will deliver them. Now, some of the people that are coming to Scaling New Heights, it's estimated that as many as 100 of the people coming to Scaling New Heights, we're thinking it may land somewhere closer between 50 and 100, are going to be only Spanish speaking. So in addition to this Spanish track, we are offering translation headsets to everyone oh, cool. attending the main stage and we're gonna have a professional crew come in and do real-time translation services from what the main stage presenters are presenting. So, um, and it's our hope that we can engage this largely disengaged audience, and they're not disengaged because they don't want to be involved in the pro-advisor community. It's that no one's offered them Spanish-speaking training before, Um, And even though there's a little bit of a QBO workaround where you can use the Google Translator on QBO, uh, if you use Chrome as the browser, um, it's still not 100% a Spanish version of QBO. So what I would love to see, and I'm lobbying for heavily, is Intuit to engage the Hispanic community more directly by offering a native QBO Spanish version.
1: Well, you I mean, can. Nice. Um, you could just go to global.intuit.com and put in your your region, and, it, and that would make it uh, native to the region, including the currency and the language as well. Um, but eventually, but region I, region I, might be I think the larger. Right. But you could still. Uh, yeah, I see what you mean. Right. So there's there, you'd have to do what you're talking about or use the region. But, yeah, I know that Hector's done some translating. He translated the whole QBO cert to Spanish, and I think we did a test down in, in Miami this year, and it was really exciting. There was tons of people there, and he, he did the whole thing in Spanish, the QBO cert event. So I know Intuit uh, County University's uh, looking at that as well, and it just seems like we're really aligned with what, you
2: know, you're you're trying to do too this year. So it's pretty exciting. It is exciting. It's very exciting, and I and I can't wait to see this entire group of people You know, come in mass to the QBO story. Um, They've got so much to offer. And it's quite a group of people. I mean, uh, what we're discovering is we we've researched this. We obviously had to to market. Uh, There is a massive bookkeeping and tax preparation community uh, who are natively Spanish speaking. i mean, just huge. Nice. so uh
0: um, I know everybody go we got ahead. only have a couple more minutes because Woody has to go. Uh one of the other questions um the two big questions that I keep hearing are uh are there any good after hours events? Are there any big app sponsored parties like in past year because people keep asking me if that, you know, is happening? Are there any good after hours gigs happening? <laughs>
2: Well, we um, we have, uh, there are a lot of activities that people can do organically. So I'll get to those in just a minute. Um, but we, we're we off, we're returning to our welcome social model. Um, it isn't a dining social. It's a, it, does, it will have alcohol served. It will be on the exhibit floor sponsored by Reich Networks. And uh, there'll be so many sponsors there with drink coupons that you will not have to buy a drink. All you have to do is just get friendly with some sponsors and start collecting the drink coupons. Um, But it's considered an after hours party or sort of a um, social setting uh, post dinner. Um, Then uh, that's the only uh, conference wide social that will be offered across the four days. And we're doing it primarily because the other, because people have told us, the feedback is, we're tired. By the time six o'clock rolls around and we want to go network with some folks that we know or have dinner reservations or do something on our own. Um, we feel like the schedule is just too sun up to sundown. Liter- it would literally be from 7 a.m. until midnight every night. So Disney offers a wide range of options, five restaurants on property, as well as the new Disney Springs, which is the reinvented downtown Disney. Um, that has, you know, almost 100 restaurant options, all sorts of shopping and entertainment. So we wanted to give folks uh, some opportunity to go do that in the evenings if they wanted to as well.
0: Mm, Okay, interesting.
2: Keynote speaker? Stephen M. R. Covey. Yeah, so author of Speed of Trust, the son of the famous Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, Covey. And uh, he's going to be presenting our featured keynote presentation. But we also have Jill Strahan, who is the founder and CEO of Tastefully Simple, coming on Sunday night. Oh, woman! um,
0: I'm so excited. I don't ever remember you ever having a woman
2: keynote. Yes, we have many. We have, actually. Leslie Shiner uh, presented a keynote address for us, um, and Jill Ward many, many times. But, but um, I, mean, yeah, like I remember
0: somebody that's not within the QuickBooks community, someone mm-hmm. like a yeah. John Taffer or someone outside some other kind of entrepreneur. You've ne- I don't ever remember you having that kind of female speaker. I mean, yeah, you've had Jill and you've had Leslie Shiner, but they're, they're with, they live on QuickBooks Island. Um, so <laughs> they it's do nice kind of live on QuickBooks
2: Island. Leslie's a little broader, but they, yes, definitely lives on our, on our island, yeah. right, or an extended island. So we are excited about yeah. bringing Jill in. Uh, for that reason, and talk about a woman of vision um, who can speak to women who are entrepreneurs and women of vision. who uh, are 65% female in our demographic. So, um, right then uh, there'll yep. be two folks coming from Intuit: uh, Chris Hamilton, the uh, excuse me, not uh, forgive yep. me for that. Um, Rich Priest, uh, misspoke yep. there. Rich Priest, who is the director, uh, he, our leader, GM, whatever his title is. He's a VP of the accountant group. So basically, if you're an accountant and you have a relationship with Intuit around QB, QBO, uh, you're in Rich Priest's universe. And then Alex Barnett will be joining us uh, to speak. He's the GM of IDG, the Intuit Developer Group, to talk about Intuit's ecosystem and ecosystem strategies. Now, Chris Hamilton yeah, be will be present. Him. Yeah, yeah, Chris Hamilton will be present and uh, he will be teaching some breakout sessions and interacting with Pro Advisors throughout. Um, but uh, those are the two keynote speakers from Intuit. And I'll be providing my annual keynote address. Uh, Mark Wickerson will be taking okay. the stage. Mike uh will be taking the stage. And, oh, yeah. and we're bringing back our friend Les McEwen, who is uh, who spoke two years ago and um, he is going to be talking about his new book on leadership, one of the Yetis, breeds of Yeti, that we're trying to help folks face building teams. Oh, That's great, Joe.
1: No, that's great. Um, what about – oh, so I think I already mentioned it because I just Googled Scaling New Heights, and you can click register. But where, where are you driving people to register? Yeah, that Any would event? be it.
2: Just go straight to Scaling New Heights or just Google Scaling New Heights. If you type in the three words, Scaling New Heights, uh, where first couple of pages are all us can't land in the wrong spot and uh, just click register and jump on in as soon as you do that we'll send you all the information necessary to get your hotel room uh, at the Walt Disney Resort and that's important because without the hotel room at the Walt Disney Resort you can't get the free transportation from the airport that's for guests of the Disney Resort only so okay yeah
1: well, Joe, we really appreciate uh, you taking your time, you know, out of today and, and really busy prepping in the, uh, for Scaling New Heights 2017 down in Orlando. And uh, thanks for coming on. Uh, people are going to be psyched about the whole Yeti theme and learning how to overcome those obstacles. So it'll be really relatable. Yeah, we're very
2: excited about them, uh, equipping them to do just that. And I appreciate you guys having me on the show. I know you're. I know for you know, for one, Stacy, you're going to be there. Uh, you're going to be teaching. A session on uh, fathom, if I'm correct.
0: I will be. Yes, yes, I just found that out today. I'm also going to be doing. I just found that out today
2: as well. So
0: yeah, so I'm a little (laughs) bit excited about that. Maddie, um, Maddie asked me if I would be interested, and she said, "There's no other person we would want to do this," which just um, made my. I I just I thought that was (laughs) I I was so I'm so honored and so
2: uh, very we're very uh, excited about it.
1: Yeah, I'm and just
2: glad is, really is Intuit going to be sending you, Woody.
1: No, well, they, no, but um, I think Kim's working on something. But I, uh, Nick's out of town with our oldest daughter uh, during that week, so I have to stay home with the littles anyway.
2: So, but um, um, I you. Gotcha. There'll be others,
1: there'll be many. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so. Well, you will be <laughs> missed, like Stacey. It. I look forward to seeing you I know. in June. And thank you very much, guys, totally. for having me on the show. It's been great.
0: All right. Thank you, Joe. Have a great day there. All
2: right.
1: Take care, guys. All right. (laughs) Bye, everybody. See you guys.